You're listening to Takeout Therapy. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunter. I'm a private practice therapist and anxiety specialist who's doing things differently. In about 20 minutes, I'm here to teach you how to deal with an everyday difficult element of life in a healthier way. This podcast is unscripted, totally unedited, just my straight up advice from years of experience. This is not therapy. It's just personal growth for people in a hurry for change. So let's get to work. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for showing up again today. (laughs) I hope that today's episode is going to help you out big time. I, when I go in my therapy office, I have all these funny mugs and they all have swear words on them. The F word, even like some bad words. And my favorite mug is this giant blue mug. And it says, let that shit go. So that's what we're going to talk about today. My friend, we're going to talk about my mug. No, I'm going to teach you about how to release, how to let things go and how to do it in a way that's good for your mind, good for your body and good for your soul. Okay. Here's the deal. All that stuff we're holding on to, we got to let it go those situations that didn't go like we hoped they would, the relationships that fell apart, the emotion that we have from all of the things that have happened in our lives or from things that happened this morning at the grocery store. (laughs) We have all of that. And sometimes we hold onto it so tightly. And there's a few reasons we do that. We don't want to feel it. We don't want sadness, anger, frustration, confusion, disillusionment. We don't want that stuff coursing through us. What are we going to do with that? Right? And so instead we're like, oh, it's fine. Or we put up our defenses and we say we don't care, or we just ignore, ignore, ignore. But my friend, that stuff doesn't go anywhere. It stays right in us. It stays with us. All the emotions that are unexpressed, all the unsaid sentences, all the situations that we haven't quite gotten over yet, they are in us and they can cause problems. Okay. Plenty of research has been done on the impact of stored emotion. That's what we're talking about. And the benefits of like letting that shit go. (laughs) Stored emotion, stored trauma, right? Are they one and the same? Like maybe, maybe not. People get so riled up about the little things in life. And when we don't kind of release that stuff or let it complete its, its little cycle, right? Something happens. We have an emotion. We express the emotion. Sometimes just expressing the emotion isn't enough. Some of us don't even express the emotion. We just kind of swallow it. That can cause problems that can cause health problems. We've linked stored emotion. My friend, we've linked it. We don't need a ton more information here. We've linked it with physical ailments. We've linked it with mental health 
ailments of just like, I mean, I mean, just make a picture in your mind of all the emotion that you feel like you have inside of you. And it just doesn't have anywhere to go. What will happen? (laughs) I have some too. I'm feeling this need to release for me. And I'll give you some ways to release, but for me, when I feel an overabundance, a stuckness, or I feel just kind of yucky or, um, just really ruminating in one area of my life. I know girl, it is time to release. And one of my favorite things to do is go to nature, to go camping. If it's the winter, I'll go cross country skiing. You know, I might go for a walk down in my local little, um, park, right? Whatever, whatever release. So letting things go can happen in a couple of different ways. For me, it has to happen emotionally, but also to finish the the process, it has to happen physically, right? And so if you have situations in your life that you haven't really like totally dealt with, it might feel like you're really stuck right there. And it's okay. Like maybe you don't want to feel those feelings, but maybe be willing to walk to the door of all of it and try to let it go and see what happens. Some people are able to do that without kind of going through a whole processing. Some people aren't right. And so how do we release when things aren't moving? Dance, dance, my friend, when is the last time you just boogie down? And I don't mean like, um, just kind of shaky, shaky here and there. I mean, like really put some time and effort into moving your body in kind of an emotional way, right? Remember when you were a kid, remember that that was good times, (laughs) good times. Kids dance a lot. Why do they dance so much? Frankly, as a therapist, what I know and what I think combined to give you my answer, which is they're just releasing, right? They're processing life and letting their body move to the rhythm of it. God, kids are super wiggly. Let's be wigglier. It's a great way to release stuckness. Okay. Another thing you can do is sing, get those eighties tunes out or nineties. I don't know. What's your favorite song? Um, you know, and just belt it out. This is very healing for us. Even when we can associate a song with a situation and the group of emotions that goes with that situation. I know a 20 something woman who was doing a lot of driving around in the car, listening to Sinead O'Connor in the nineties, raise your hand. If you're with me on that, (laughs) right after breakups, a good expression of emotion is just to release, to let it go. 
Of course, we all know that exercise is a wonderful way to release, release, release. Why? Because think of all that wiggling and jiggling we're doing. You might shake a little something loose, friend. Um, exercise is great and I don't really run. I don't really understand the runner people. Maybe you're one of them, but I think a lot of runners really can understand this idea about running as release, running as emotional processing and running as release of emotion. The body is able to just like let that stuff go right? Of course, feeling your feelings would be an excellent way to let it go. Sometimes when we're not willing to feel a situation, which happens a lot, you know, we're just like, I'm moving on. That's in the past. I'm not getting that my energy. And that's one way to go for sure. If we've already processed it, But if we haven't really been able to feel a lot of feelings around something, then it might feel stuck. I think what's really interesting with that is that people come into therapy and they're like, I don't think I've worked through this because I never cried. And I'll just say like, we don't always do that. The way we process things for each situation is really differently. Like I've had a lot of people say, my response to my divorce hasn't really made me feel like I've dealt with it. But then when we start digging in, it's like, no, you actually have dealt with a lot of this stuff. You're just not feeling as emotional about it. Maybe it's time to just release right? So there's all these kind of different ways um, that we can do that. But feeling our feelings can be really helpful. And if you're somebody who, like I was, wasn't a big fan, this is where therapy can be really helpful. And I think a lot of people are looking for help in this department right now, because I think what we've been through has been really hard and what we continue to go through is really hard. And it's sometimes easier to just shut down. And talking through things, I think, and getting a different perspective is always a good idea. You know, self-help can help us to learn to feel our feelings as well. It's one of the things that I teach in my little um, class that I have online for people with anxiety. I actually help them to discern their emotions from just the thought stream that goes through their head on a continual basis. So if you're somebody who's looking to learn to feel your feelings, um, there's lots and lots of ways to do that. And then I guess the last thing I'll mention is journaling. My friend, get a notebook. It can be spiral bound. It doesn't have to be fancy, but we know through studies, and I know as a therapist and through years and years of just watching people transform their lives, journaling is so impactful. And me, I myself, I go through stages of journaling. Like sometimes I'll journal every day. It's funny because I have my journal with me all the time and I will literally carry it around for weeks without writing anything down. But I find that if I have it at the ready and I get into a situation, oh my gosh, as far as letting it go, releasing, holy moly, journaling is incredibly helpful. One of the things that happens for me is when I see my thoughts on paper, I'm like, oh, friend, (laughs) what are you, what are you thinking? And I'm not critical of myself, but I'm kind of like, okay, I've made a mountain out of a molehill. And now I'm going to like pat that down with a shovel and move on (laughs) because putting things on paper is a great way to process and 
release, let that shit go. If you're having trouble letting something go, I hope these little tips might help you. At the very least, at least I've encouraged you to dance today, right? Which we all need a little more of because here's the thing. There's a lot of really hard stuff going on in the world, but you're living your life in your body and you got to take care of it, my friend, both physically and emotionally. So give yourself some extra love this week as you go through your life. And of course, I'll be back again soon with more help, all the help that I can possibly give. Thanks so much for being here today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. Your reviews, your likes, sharing it with friends, and just following or subscribing to this podcast, it really helps it get out to more people. So that's just how this game goes, this podcast deal. So here's my ask. Will you just take an action that will help more of us? It doesn't matter what it is. I'd really appreciate it. And so will your friends and family. Okay. If you don't already know, I've spent years specializing in helping people with anxiety. So have you experienced any anxiety lately? Uh, Yeah, a lot of people have. I wanted to let you know, I do have an online class that will totally school you in the art of ditching an anxiety problem. So whether you're taking meds for it or doing therapy, or maybe you're more into self-help, my class is going to launch you into recovery mode because the non-negotiable fact is this. The only way to get rid of an anxiety problem is to do some personal growth work, my friend. Learning about anxiety, getting mindfulness skills, right? Otherwise known as brain discipline and presence and Developing a better relationship with yourself are all crucial elements of anxiety recovery, period. Game over. If you want to find out more, head to my site and join my class. It's called Back to Calm. Thanks for being here.